swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here with the great Kelly Maroney. Kelly, hello. How's it going? I'm great. It's so good to see you, Jerry. It's nice to see you. And today we are going to talk about doctors on television. <laughs> and I think you t- you may have Facebooked the wrong uh, title, but if you- I corrected it, however, oh, you did correct it. However, okay. yeah. So if you're uh, um, so Kelly's, uh, hopefully her, uh, her fans on Facebook have, uh, can, can change their thing, but we're going to talk about doctors on television. There's lots of doctors and I'm not going to limit it to medical doctors. So it can oh. be, uh, any doctors that you have. Um, so, uh, Kelly, why don't you give everybody, why don't you go ahead and name one of your favorite doctors Okay, on this isn't going to make any list. I want you to know, I thought, I misunderstood Jerry, and I thought he said film doctors. So I said, no way, no TV doctors. I printed <laughs> out this whole thing of Wikipedia that is about 50 pages, and it was all TV doctors. And I went, oh, no, this is a total waste of paper. And then I get here, and he says, no, it is TV doctors. So I had to throw that out and all my film stuff out. But there's plenty of TV doctors, so we're still in great shape. I, my first fav, uh, favorite TV doctor isn't on this list because he's probably not that famous, but is my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. On Ryan's Hope. Oh, yeah. I, forget, yeah. I played the, um, the, a nymphette that seduced a doctor, and his, doc, his name was Dr. Seneca Bolak. Oh, who played him? John Gabriel. John Gabriel. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was sure that there would have been some doctors on Ryan's Hope because soaps have got the best doctors yeah. in, the, in the world. And, uh, yeah, that's great. And so what? give me his uh, character arc. What did his life? Because I, I love listening to the synopsis of what that, what characters on uh, soap operas go, go he, through. So what right. did his uh, He was his stoic, life? like a tree. But oh, he was? He was married to this woman who was having an affair with someone else and actually blew, accidentally blew up their child. Wow. And so he was grieving, and then I, I was a evil Lolita and I wanted him I started out wanting him to be my dad I was trying to set him up with my mother but that wasn't working out so I decided to seduce him myself wow yeah it was a horrible storyline and he didn't have any did he have any over drug problems or anything usually the doctors would get a drug problem here and there no 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 no. he wanted to have children he was pretty stoic then he was blinded he was a good guy yeah blinded by his need to have Uh children Okay, good one there. And you just, and this this isn't one of my favorites, but since you brought up a soap opera, my favorite nighttime soap opera was Melrose Place. Uh-huh. And my favorite doctor was Michael Mancini. Was Michael on Melrose Place was the most evil doctor in the world. He cheated on his wife. He drove his oh, one no. wife, Kimberly, who was another doctor, nuts. And he was just, <laughs> oh, he had like such a great arc. That's one of my favorite. Uh, character of all time, Michael on Melrose Place. Another, one? another one? Yeah. Oh, sure. I got Doc Boy. Do I have doctors? <laughs> I came to this show after it was already off the air, but I was just a fool for the reruns, and that is House. Oh, yeah. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. And the first time I heard him speak in his native English accent, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Because I was unfamiliar with him, and I only knew him as House. And 
Boy, what a great American accent. <laughs> wow. And all the doctors on there were great, actually, too. British people love doing American accents. And they're so good at it. Yeah, I know. It, it, is, it is kind of frustrating. But it's like when you hear the regular voice, you're like, why would you change that accent? It sounds yeah. so good. Because they uh, write, oh, I guess they write a lot more roles for Americans yeah, than they so. do. I guess so. But great, great. And uh, can't beat House's bedside manner. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to give one about of about flawed with drug drug problems. <laughs> one of my uh, favorite doctors is is a uh, a coroner is Quincy oh, Jack wow. Lagman. That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I I have watched these. Uh, you can you can watch the old reruns on uh, I think they're on Netflix now. But there's that show is and I I don't know I didn't watch it when I was on the first time, but. It's a weird thing because he's this doctor and he lives on a boat, which is kind of like pretty close to like living in your car. If you ask, <laughs> if you ask me, kinda. is he lives in this boat and he uh, and he's kind of like supposed to be this ladies man. And he's kind of it's <laughs> like Oscar, Mad- you know, Oscar Madison from The Odd Couple. He's it's Jack Klugman, but he's always dating these really hot, you know flight attendants and stuff like that and i'm like i just didn't get it but uh uh but jack klugman but quincy great show That's hey a great one. we have to take a commercial break we'll oh. take our first commercial when we come back we'll talk about more doctors when we return here at rick's martini bar let's swing on down to ricky's place where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with Kelly Maroney, and we are talking about doctors. We talked about Ryan's Hope. What was their doctor's name there? I got to remember. Dr. Seneca Bolak. Dr. Seneca Bolak. It sounds like a disease that you might get. I had the Seneca Bolak virus. But, uh, but, uh, and then uh, we talked about Quincy. We talked about House. Uh, what do you got, Kelly? You got oh, another one? So many. Um, Doogie Hauser. Oh, Doogie. NPH, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, who's, who's grown up to um, do many other more successful uh, things. Amazing how, uh, what he became. I mean, when you talk about, anytime somebody tells you how terrible, you know, what terrible life's child Stars yeah, have actors. Have to Give them like NPH. That. I mean, yeah. that guy is one of the most talented people in the world, and he's uh, um, just. I saw him in Rent. You know, oh he did, yeah, he, he played the lead in Rent out here in L.A., and uh, he was so good in that. And he's just, just so good. He played in uh, one of my plays that I really want to see uh, is uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber has a play called Assassins, about all the presidential assassins. Oh, I have not heard about that. Yeah, and cool. Neil Patrick Harris plays Lee Harvey Oswald, and it's a musical. <laughs> and I want to see it so bad. Uh, but that's one of my, uh, I've never seen it, but uh, you can see his, uh, you know, some of his uh, numbers from that on, uh, on uh, YouTube. But, uh, yeah, so Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. And he's also, was the president of, um, of the Magic Castle. Oh, was he really? Oh, that's right. He is into mag- magic. Mm-hmm. He does magic on uh, mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, and, and he uh, did magic on American Horror Story, and he got in trouble with a whole bunch of magicians because he actually revealed something. He revealed the secret? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. like Good one. Neil Patrick Harris. Can't go wrong with that. Okay, i got to think of one of mine. Um, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a uh, obscure one, 
But I'm going to give him for after he was. Uh, if you remember the old Dick Van Dyke show, Dick Van Dyke's neighbor was uh, Jerry Helper, who was a dentist. <laughs> and it was played by Jerry Paris, who was really good. But later, Jerry Paris became this director that directed all of the Happy Days and, and a lot of the Laverne and Shirley's. So, yeah. So, I Jerry Paris, who played Jerry Helper on the old Dick Van Dyke show, a dentist. Well, if we're going to go dentist, then you have to do the dentist on the Bob Newhart show, which is oh, also Jerry. Another Jerry. That's right. Uh, Peter Bonneras, I think, was his name. And, and speaking of doctors, Bob Newhart was a doctor, that's too, a right. psychiatrist. Okay. We could just go on. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's a good call there. So we got a doctor and a dentist. I like that. We're getting around. We got a coroner. We got all kinds of doctors. Well, I love DeForest Kelly. Bones, oh, Bones. Because I'm a huge Trekkie fan. Yeah. So you got uh, DeForest Kelly, one of the most. Uh, he's dead, Jim. Worst, worst <laughs> bedside banner, house or DeForest Kelly? Which oh. one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a doctor, Jim. I'm just a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a miracle worker, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm a doctor, not a magician. <laughs> yeah, so the forest, Kelly Bones, and then they had, uh, and then they had uh, um, Doctor Spock. Doc, oh yeah, Doctor Spock. Well, Doctor, no, it's actually Mister Spock. Mister Spock. It? Yeah, yeah so, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So I, was we can't, we, I was reaching. I'm going to get you on that one, but I think I, they, I think on the other, um, the the other uh, Star Trek Next Generation, it was Doctor Crusher. Who was a female doctor? Who was the bones of uh, of that time? So that's who I'm going for that one. Uh, you got another one? Well, sure. I've got um, Alan Alda, Hawkeye. Pierce. Oh yeah, we got to talk about all the mash ones. I know because all of those guys. Hawkeye yeah. was great, and uh, but uh, hot lips, hot lips, Hulahan, uh, Loretta Swit was on there, and we had. Uh, uh, Trapper John. Trapper John, who they made a spinoff. That right. was a weird thing. They made a spinoff in the 70s, and they had Pernell Roberts play it. Play it. And I think Wayne Rogers was the first Trapper John. Mm -hmm. But then they had uh, uh, we had the, the commanders, Henry Blake, who was McLean Stevenson, and then right. Sherman Potter right. was Harry Morgan. B.J. Honeycutt. B.J. Honeycutt, who that, that war was supposed to, Korea was in the 50s, yeah. and he like had a whole Fu Manchu, <laughs> B.J. Honeycutt, and Alan Alda had long hair, too. It's yeah. like they would not have let those guys in the... Uh, I think that was the idea, though, is that they were going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But the, the 70s, people didn't care about their hair as much as, they. everybody wore sideburns and mustaches and... Uh, Back then, but yeah, so good. But yeah, so but uh, mash some great, great television doctors. And I got to go for another ensemble cast of uh, doctors was in uh, ER when they had George Clooney and uh, uh, Anthony Edwards at the same time. Yeah, Anthony wow. Edwards was had come off of he, he had lost his hair because like in the early mm -hmm. '80s he was in. Top he was in Fast Times. And he was, yeah, he was one of the all stoners, right? Uh -huh. in the, uh, and then he did Miracle Mile with all that hair. Yeah, and then he, then he went bald. Yeah. And it was like, that could have been his career. But he did this role of playing this doctor in uh, in ER. And then uh, Clooney played the heartthrob. And, uh, and he did a great job. And, uh, yeah, so that was a... Uh, that was a good uh, a good cast there in uh, ER with Clooney and Anthony Edwards, and uh, I got to think of another uh, Saint Elsewhere, told Joe, but that's where Denzel got his start. Denzel oh. was a doctor. I think it was Philip Chandler, 
uh, was his name on that show. But uh, yeah, Denzel was a doctor in St. Elsewhere when he was before he became Denzel that we know and love. Hey, we have to take another commercial. Uh-oh. But then when we come back, we got one more segment to cram in some more doctors <laughs> when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here. Kelly Maroney over there. How you doing, Kelly? Ooh, I'm great. How are you, Jerry? I good. Know that, I know that you're anxious to to, uh, to to get going with these doctors here. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I, I've seen a lot of doctors lately, and so doctors are uh, are on my mind, and they're... they're uh, they usually are pretty interesting people, but you got to mm-hmm. go through all that. I mean, I don't know how much school it takes. You do the school thing, and then you got the intern thing, and so, you know, 12 years later, you're a doctor. And not all, all of them have great bedside manners either. No, most of them don't. Actually, in, in real life. Challenged. Well, yeah. I, I mean, did some doctors. They're socially challenged, I'm going to tell you. Definitely. And But you figure if you had to go through... Eight years of school and all of that stuff. They it's almost not, kill them. Yeah. yeah. They do. It's not going to be the most outgoing. You know, people that have a personality are going to be, I can. I can't do this. I can go do something else <laughs> right. and make this kind of money. It's not worth it uh, to do this. So, yeah. So, it's not surprising they don't have uh, good bedside right. manner. But uh, it's, it's easy to get impatient with people who, you know, don't understand their what's going on with well, them yeah. and want to argue with them. And, and to the doctor's credit. There's people they see twenty people every day, and it's right. like, you know, for for us, it's our it's our life. It's this dramatic time for them. It's two hours of their day. Yeah, you know, and it's not a low self esteem profession. They really <laughs> they don't like it to be to be challenged at all. Well, I was talking about a family doctor who, you know, doctors don't make house calls. That used to be a big joke in the seventies about doctors who don't make house calls. This is one of the last doctors that did make house calls. Who's that? I'm bewitched, Dr. Bombay. Oh, you do like, <laughs> check Dr. Bombay. I was going to say that next. Yeah, no matter <laughs> when she needed him, Samantha would just call it calling Dr. Bombay, calling yeah. Dr. Bombay, and uh, Bernard Fox would show up, and he'd be he'd always be in the middle of something. Right. He'd be like, I was uh, in the Serengeti looking for lions, and then he'd, he'd come back and deal with whatever. Uh, Not uh, well. Tabitha's uh, sneezing or whatever the uh, and usually screw something up so that they get a different symptom, (laughs) right? Different problem. Okay, I'm sorry, I stole Doctor. Oh, that's okay. There's please, there's plenty more. I got one for the horror people. Oh yeah, who's that? Um, Doctor David Banner. Oh, (laughs) uh, Bill Bixby, who uh, that was always was a uh, weird thing because. People that follow comics know that his name was Dr. Bruce Banner. Right. And they wanted they named him David. I wonder they, why. I think they That's may have thought weird. Bruce was kind of like a uh, more of a homosexual name. I really think they do. I think that was it. Whoa. And that they didn't want to call him Bruce. Or, Batman is Bruce. Yeah, oh, that's true. Batman is Bruce Wayne who's a badass. Why couldn't oh, wow. Bruce Banner be up? But but in the new Avengers, he's Bruce, he's Bruce again. Bruce again. So, yeah, but they called him David Banner. That's weird. And uh, Bill Bixby, who did that. But then when he turned into the Hulk, it would be Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 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 okay, so I, you have another one? Um, well, 
Dr. Fraser Crane. Oh, yeah. There we go. Another psychiatrist. Dr. Fraser Crane. Fraser, gotta say it close. Fraser Crane, who we met at the bar first at Cheers, and then he had a spun off spin off of his uh, radio show. Help uh, people. His brother Niles too was also a uh, a doctor. Now you get into severe fandom in order to know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My mom's favorite, James Brolin. Dr. Steve oh, Well, yeah. So, and he was the assistant to Marcus Welby, who was uh, the old uh, Robert Young. Who There's was, another one, Dr. Marcus Welby. Yeah, Dr. Marcus Welby, who was the old guy, but yeah, but uh, James Brolin played the young hot doctor, and uh, who was his assistant. And uh, uh, I got to talk about another doctor because around that same time there was medical center with Chad Everett. Uh oh. We had the blow dry. He had the dry look there, <laughs> and uh, everybody wanted that Chad Everett hair in the seventies because he uh, he looked so good. But yeah, Chad Everett, good doctor. Let's see who else we got. Um, John Watson. Oh, Dr. That's John Watson. Dr. John John Watson is from Sherlock Holmes. Dr. Watson. Good call, and uh, yeah, those are good, and and they have. I it's kind of cool that they in uh, they make him a medical surgeon, and the one with uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, that mm. John Watson is plays an army doctor, but in the uh, in elementary, it's Lucy Liu plays Doctor Watson, who's a female doctor. That's weird. So that's kind of cool that they did that. But Dick Van Dyke. Speaking of Dick Van Dyke, yeah, he came back later with a different show called Diagnosis. Oh yeah. That's one of those shows that was on for, that show was on for like seven or eight years. It's like, mm-hmm. so there was like, if you got that, I don't know, Friday night time slot, mm-hmm. you can just be on TV forever. And people, like people, um, uh, another one, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Right. Another doctor, Jane Seymour. Mm-hmm. But that show was on for a long time. I've never seen it. Another thing, too. I know. I've never seen it either. Don't, I but mean, it was this, on for years. This is a shocking admission, but I've never watched Grey's Anatomy, so I can't oh. really go to any of those. I mean, I do know who Katherine Heigl is. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They had uh, Grey's Anatomy. They they had the McDreamy and the McSteamy is uh, Patrick Dempsey. Uh-huh. Ooh, great 80s movie. What right. was uh, where he cut the, cut the grass? I don't know. Remember that movie where Patrick Dempsey... Dempsey Oh, great movie. If you want a great 80s movie to watch, Patrick Dempsey is the grass cutter and pays the girl to go to the prom with him to make himself look cool. <laughs> it's a good one. Look it up. It's, it's a definitely a, a, a keeper to see. But, yeah, so they had uh, McDreamy, and then they had another doctor show up. It was Eric Dane, and he became McSteamy. What was the difference? even hotter. Oh, even, even hotter. hotter oh. the other doctor. So. I see. More sexual. Yeah, yeah. So we... We, we got those, so uh, that's pretty good. Well, I think we we've uh, we've done. Any more you want to sneak in there before we? Uh... Yes, I had some, and then of course, you know, as we're talking, okay, I've never seen this show before, so I was hesitating to mention it. But Richard Chamberlain, I never saw Doctor Kildare, ah, but Dr. I sure have heard of it. Yeah, it was an old. It was in, I never saw it either, but it was in the '60s, I think, is when that show was on, and that was, you know. If you look at those old shows, TV was pretty bad back then. Yeah. And so you could have a good show. I think people were just excited to see the light in the box. Yeah. And it was like it didn't have to be that good. But, like, the host, host that you mentioned, those are really good shows. I mean, the mm-hmm. doctor, the, the shows, 
the doctors now, when you were on Ryan's Hope, they have to know the stuff. They have to know the diseases and know. No. They don't? <laughs> I think they probably do. I mean, nobody I mean, do comes they have on somebody this? on the set that no. says what the symptoms no, are? Think. No. Uh-uh. They just make it up. That, that was the case on Ryan's Hope. I hope that it's not the case as a rule. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I've, I always I thought that the, the AD looks it up and tells them what it is or something. And then any actor worth their stuff will look it up themselves so they yeah. know what they're talking so about. So they can pronounce it correctly, mm-hmm. right? Well, even for voiceover, if you're going to do medical stuff, you, yeah. there's a site you can go to and figure out how to actually say it. So that uh-huh. if you're doing a voiceover for these doctors, you're not mispronouncing stuff because they know what you're, how it's supposed to sound. Wow. I get one. It's kind of a bummer. I don't know. Bill Go ahead. Cosby. Bill oh, Co- that Cliff Huxtable. No, you gotta get. You gotta give it to him. I mean, except, the roofies aside, <laughs> Doctor Cliff Huxtable was definitely, and he was a. Uh, what kind of doctor was he? He was like supposed to be. A, he was like a. Was he no BGYN? I, think he I was. don't know. I think I he was, know. which is even creepier. <laughs> but I think he was. I think he was a OBGYN doctor. And, uh, I've been uh, skating around that one for the oh, whole show. Oh, you got to put it in <laughs> there. But we run out of time. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a good one to go out on. Uh, okay. We go out with uh, Bill Cosby, the cause on Dr. Huxtable. So uh, with a lot of doctors we named. So, Kelly, thank you. Good job. Oh, we had rapid-fire doctors there. <laughs> nice job. Okay, so thank you, Kelly Maroney. And if you have any thoughts for future shows, please send us a line, and we will... Be happy to talk about your topic. That's really fun. And please join us next week. Oh, I got some questions from that we have to do an episode. We have to do some questions. Okay. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week here at Rick's Martini Bar. Bar. Cheers. Swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's.